Hi, I am Bishop Peter and I want to welcome you again to my YouTube channel. If you would like to serve God in spirit and in truth and with clarity of mind and of the scriptures, well, this is the appropriate channel for you. So please like, subscribe, comment, and above all, share this video. It is a very effective way of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ without leaving your home and just at the click of a button. Amen. All right, let's get right into it. I will be teaching today on my installments of the Ten Commandments. And today I will be teaching part one of Thou Shalt Not Take God's Name in Vain. So let's look at that scripture. It's an Exodus 20 verse number 7 it says thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain well what does that mean how do we take God's name in vain well, there are multiple ways by which we can do that, but today I'll be dealing with just one of them in this part one, and that is you take God's name in vain when you swear falsely. Let me say that again. You take God's name in vain when you swear falsely. And I'm about to show you all that from the scripture. So turn with me now to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 30 from verse 7 to 9. Let's see what Agar has to say. Two things have I required of thee. Deny me them not before I die. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me, lest I be fool and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Well, the obvious question here will be, is there a connection between stealing and taking God's name in vain? What is the connection between stealing and taking God's name in vain. Well, I'm about to show you. Turn with me to the book of Exodus, where we read the scripture twice, and I have a reason for that. Exodus chapter 22, verse 10 and 11. It says, If a man deliver to his neighbor an ass, or an ox, or a sheep, or any beast to keep, and it die, or be heard, or be driven away, no man seeing it, then shall an oath of the Lord be between them, that he hath not put his hand unto his neighbor's goods. 
and the owner thereof shall accept it, and he shall not make it good. Look at verse 11 again. Then shall an oath of the Lord be between them both. What exactly is an oath of the Lord? Well, let me show you. Go with me to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse 13. It says, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, and serve him, and swear by his name. Swear by his name. Go now to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 10, verse 20. It says, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, him shalt thou serve, and to him shalt thou cleave, and swear by his name. And swear by his name. So God says, when you swear an oath, you swear it in my name, not on your mother's grave, okay? Not on your baby, okay? Not on your life. He said, you swear it in my name. Now, go back to Exodus chapter 20, verse 10 and 11. It says, If a man deliver unto his neighbor an ass or an ox or a sheep or any beast to keep, any die or be heard or be driven away, no man seeing it, then shall an oath of the Lord be between them both. That means he swears in the name of God Almighty that he hath not put forth his hand unto his neighbor's goods, and the owner of it shall accept thereof, and he shall not make it good. <laughs> so this is the scenario here. You're in a business transaction with a partner or partners, and by some magical event of fate, there is a misfortune that the business encountered. Now your other partner or partners did not witness this. You were the only witness to this business uh, uh, a misfortune. Well, so you go to your partner or partners and you say something like this, you know, you know the million dollars you give to me to keep for this business, the hurricane last night blew the money away. Now that sounds rather absurd and hard to swallow, but God said what you do then, because you have no witness to this, you lift up your hand and you swear in the name of Yahweh that you are not trying to con or get over on your brother. You see that? So you swear in God's name that you are not stealing. You are not stealing from them. You are not a thief because if you do swear in God's name and you are lying, you have sworn falsely and thus have taken God's name in vain.
What you've done is you have stolen and you call God to witness to you, to be a witness on your behalf that you have not stolen, thereby taking God's name in vain. That is what Agar was talking about in the book of Proverbs chapter 30 from 7 through 9. Okay? So we see the connection between swearing falsely, stealing, and taking God's name in vain. When you swear falsely, you take God's name in vain. Let's look at another scripture. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 11 through 13. It says, Ye shall not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie one to another. Okay, we get that part. Look at verse 12. Interesting. And ye shall not swear by my name falsely. Neither shall thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. Look at me here for a minute. Once again, we see swearing falsely in a business transaction. God says you are profaning his name or you are taking his name in vain and he said he will not hold you guiltless because when you call God to witness on your behalf while you are conning and getting over on people oh God said oh yeah you may get over on your brother and on your sister on your business partners yes you may get over on them and beat them out of their money but he said i will not hold you guiltless because you have profaned my name you have taken my holy name in vain do you understand that it's a very very dreadful and a very dangerous thing to do so when you have this transaction and there is contention in it you bring God's name into it and the scripture says that shall settle the dispute turn to the book of uh, Hebrews for me Hebrews chapter 6 verse number 16 it says for men verily swear by the greater and an oath of confirmation is to them an end of all strife. An oath of confirmation is to them an end of all strife. So, when there is strife and contention and misunderstanding and distrust, you swear in the name of God but you better not be swearing falsely because you are calling the Almighty, the true and righteous God, to be a witness to you when you know you're lying out your teeth. If you are doing that, you are taking God's name in vain. And the scripture says, the Lord will not hold you guiltless that taketh his name in vain. God is very serious about swearing falsely. And 
he puts a curse on people that do that. He says, I'm against you. When you take my name in vain and swear falsely. Go with me to the book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse 5. And I will come near unto you to judgment, and I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers, and against the idolaters, and against the false swearers. And against those that oppress the hireling in his ways, the widow and the fatherless, and turn aside a stranger from his right, and fear not me, saith the Lord. God says, I am against the false swearers, because you swear falsely in his name. You cannot do that. It's a terrible sin. It is a sin to swear in the name of God when you know that you're lying out in front of your mouth. All you need to do is tell the truth always. Okay, let's look at the book of Zacharias. Zacharias chapter 5, I will read from verse 3 to 4, 3 and 4 rather. It says, Then he said unto me, This is the curse that goeth forth over the face of the whole earth. For everyone that stealeth shall be cut off on this side according to it. And everyone that sweareth shall be cut off as on that side according to it. Look at verse 4, it makes it clearer. I will bring it forth, the curse, saith the Lord of hosts. And it shall enter into the house of the thief, and into the house of him that sweareth falsely by my name. And it shall remain in the midst of his house. And it shall consume it with the timber thereof and the stones thereof. Whoa, that is scary. That is some terrifying stuff. For it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the Almighty God. For God is a consuming fire. God says, you that as a thief... And you swear falsely in my name. You see the connection? You take an oath and you swear in my name when you know that you are lying. Woo! It says God will not hold you guiltless. You may get over on everybody. Get over on your family. Get over on your wife. Get over on your children. Get over on your brothers and your sisters. Get over on your business partners. And you swear in God's name. Oh, the scripture says your sin will find you out. So, be very careful. Make sure when you open your mouth to use the name of God to swear, make sure you are swearing in truth. 
because this God we speak of is alive, real, and well, and all-powerful. Fear thou God. Let's look at one more scripture, please. And that will be Psalms 24, verse 3 to 5. I love this scripture, one of my favorite scriptures. My father used to make us quote it. <clears throat> and he says, Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? I tell you who. He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul to vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. Woo! He shall receive the blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. So we see here again, God said, the man that shall ascend and dwell in my presence after the day of judgment is among his many qualities is one that has not sworn deceitfully. Do you hear me? So it is a very serious thing to take God's name in vain. Amen. So the, one of the ways, the first way in which we take God's name in vain is by swearing deceitfully. Watch out for part two while I lecture you on the other ways in which we take God's name in vain. Allow me to pray for you at this time, please. The God of heaven bless and keep you. God make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. God lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace and give you the blessing of your father Abraham. In Yeshua's name I pray, amen. Until next time, this is your friend Bishop Peter saying unto you, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Amen. Please subscribe and share this video. God bless you.